little how you doing, huh? Ooh, yeah. Hey there. DP, what's happening, my friend? What's happening, Rob? Back to flap some gums. First, let's uh, take care of some biz, though. How about we shout out real quick to Trade Secrets? Trade Secrets, downtown Altoona. Yeah, you got it, man. You're on point. I am. I'm Boom. a professional now. 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona. Secrets and Trade on Facebook. Trade Secrets underscore skincare on Instagram. Uh, natural body line care products. Everything good for your body. Yeah, I need to make a stop. All made in house. You want some of that oatmeal? Yeah, I'm going to look at the uh, the oatmeal bars, and you said the charcoal bars. Charcoal so bars. I'm going I'm to go down to her and see what she recommends. It's cool, man, because they make it all in house. Yeah. Like, everything's done right there. They got It's like a mad laboratory in the back. Well, I'm worried about putting stuff on my face, so, like, the old natural stuff is probably the way to go. No chemicals included. Nothing tossed in there. Sugar scrubs, bath bars. 100% soy wax candles. I can see you lighting one of those. Well, I'm a candle guy. Mm-hmm. I'll light a candle or two in my day. Set a mood. Or in case you're in the bathroom and you just finished up, you know, the number two. Oh, you gotta light that candle. That's that's usually what I use just it for. Just light a match. <laughs> also, the uh, the whipped body butters. That's what I'm about. About that life. Put it on your toast. Hey. <laughs> also, shout out to Juice, uh, 517 Allegheny Street in Holidaysburg. Facebook and Instagram, The Juice Bar, J-O-O-S. J-O-O-S. If you're looking to get healthy, cold-pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls, bone broth. Yeah. It's good for you, baby. Yeah. What do you feel about it? I don't know. I mean, I want to try bone marrow, so what's really the difference between that and broth? <laughs> we'll start with the broth, then you go to the marrow. I can sip it. Yeah, it's like Mark Marrow. That's yeah. A, that's a wrestling. But better for you. That's a bad joke. <laughs> and uh, also a shout-out to Harlequin Pepper Yoga. Uh, 320 Allegheny Street, downtown Holidaysburg. That's H-A-R-L-E-Q-U-I-N. Harlequin Pepper Yoga on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, also in the App Store and Google Play. You're a yoga guy, right? Yeah. You're no, down. no real pepper at Harlequin Pepper. No, there's no actual so, pepper there. Don't worry. And it's not Harley Quinn either, so you're not going to no. find any Batman. Unless it's Halloween. Well, even then, I don't know. Maybe somebody will be dressed up like Harley Probably Quinn. Probably me. But Harlequin Pepper Yoga... 320 Allegheny Street in Holidaysburg. That was that was well done. I'm very happy with what happened right there. <laughs> Let's start the podcast. What do you say? Let's do it. Booyah. This is Rob Z Radio. The zesty Italian is here. What's happening, Ladies Rob? And gentlemen, welcome back, DP. Live. We're live, and we're flapping gums. What's going on, my friend? Not too much, man. How you been? Pretty good. Staying warm. Trying to. I'm sick of it. It's chilly. Out I'm there. so over. You're tired it. of winter. Yeah. I was tired of it January first. Yeah, I've like, been tired of it, and then they gave us those two like sixty degree days. Today was nice, though. It was sunny. Well, it was somewhat warm. I had a jacket on, but it was all right. Yeah. I know, dude. I'm like, anybody who doesn't listen who's not from uh, you know, the Northeast, if you're above us, if you're above central Pennsylvania, my heart goes out to you. Yeah. If you're near the Great Lakes, my heart goes out to you, because I don't know how people live this life. Yeah, it seems terrible. I'm 34 years into it, and I am beyond done with it. Oh, I gave up a while ago. Like, November, December, cool. I'm all right. I'm like, winter, ah, oh, this is nice. I remember what this was like from last year. January, February, March, hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. S- then they give you a little taste of like 70 degrees, and you're like, oh, man, that's what it's like. That's life. And then it's gone again. Yeah, or it's 60 at lunchtime, and then four by the time you get off work. <laughs> right. You wake up, 
and it's raining, switches to snow. You get out of work, it's a little bit of sun, and then it's really dark and cold. Again. Yeah, it's a terrible time. It's Pennsylvania, man. You get all four seasons in an entire day. It's one of the advantages of living here. Yeah, that and, you know, you get locusts and all kinds of shit. Right, and cicadas. Yeah. But I think that, uh, really, if if you're looking for one place where you want to experience all of the wonders of nature and be miserable in all four of them, <laughs> then you come to Pennsylvania just to get pissed. Yeah, every every season is gray. Mm-hmm. Either gray or, like, just blazing hot sun. Yeah. Where I just, I only, I can't even breathe. I can recall being a kid, and, like, we'd go on vacation, and we'd be driving. This still happens to this day. Out of the state, like, doing, like, go to the beach or whatever, and you, you're driving back, Pennsylvania state lines. You're like, oh, great, we're getting close to Altoona. As you roll into Altoona, storm clouds <laughs> form in the sky, and the rain starts coming down. And it was, it's like clockwork almost. As you roll into, like, close to Altoona, it starts raining. And I always think to myself, I'm still here. Well, we can't let you have a good thing, Rob. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's <laughs> You can't expect everything to be one. Right, exactly. It's not all peaches and cream. Yeah, it's Catholic guilt, you know. <laughs> That's exactly. God forbid something good happens. That's right. We deserve this. Yeah. You need to live in it. Exactly. Speaking of good things happening, dude, DP over here dropping mad weight. Yeah, shedding some LBs. Crushing it. Trying to. What's the what's it like though? What's it about? Uh, why am I doing it or just well, how's it feel? Just what's the experience? What's the feeling like? Um, no, tell tell the people out there. It's all right, man. You feel better. You do feel a lot better. And a lot of it like the eating and stuff is not as terrible as I thought it was, like, because <laughs> like, when you think, like, I have to eat better, it's like, great, I had a lettuce and water. Right. And, you know. That's what you're buying at the store. Yeah, just. It's a full head. Yeah, and just walking past the Lunchables, just wishing. <laughs> Smelling them slowly. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's going all right. You know, I'm cooking a lot more, so you have a lot more uh, options and say and calorie intake and stuff like that and. What are, you, you know. what are you doing, going keto or something? Nah, I'm just... real badass. Nah, just doing, you know, pork, chicken, fresh veggies, stuff like that, and trying to stay away from sandwiches and fries and that shit. Did the winter get you? The, the winter months, they set in. No, I think I've been fat for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that was the case. It was and the then, preparation for Yeah, the I just started seeing... I was just boozing way too much. Yeah. And I started seeing, like, the pictures popping up and... Like that's why I had that fat Alec Baldwin head where I was like, Is that me? Like what what's happening? Yeah. And you don't uh, even recognize yourself yeah. anymore. And you're, like, and then, you're like, Oh, oh, that is me. Yeah, and then oh, you step damn. on a scale and you're like, Oof, all right, team, we're gonna need to tighten it up here. <laughs> what are we doing? No, man, I, I know what you're saying because it's a it's an thank God for photos. Because yeah. it's an an alarming shock of truth. Yeah. Like it just kinda hits you in the face. Really keeps you honest. It it, it does. It's because and I can recall like because I ballooned up there back in the, I was probably like twenty I'm gonna say twenty three twenty two it's right after the twenty one mark and you just start those years of packing and booze yeah you're and just drinking horribly. seven nights a week oh man and I recall like going out and I'd look at myself in the mirror and be like hey you're not looking too hey, bad hey let's do this but in reality it was looking pretty bad but in my head it was not too yeah, bad yeah because you were drunk yeah <laughs> then I see the photo and be like oh man yeah something went wrong. Yeah, that's what happened to me, man. Then I, you know, having a desk job, boozing seven nights a week, eating bar food. Because if you're at the bar drinking that much, well, then you're eating wings and mott sticks for five nights a week. Yeah, and, hitting late night sheets runs. Yeah, and getting McDonald's for lunch. And because I was mid, you know, I was at the bar, I couldn't cook for lunches or anything. <laughs> right. So 
Then you're uh, you're at work hitting up the uh, vending machine, yep. hitting up some party mix or something. Yep, you're hungover, so you got to get a Pepsi in you to try to get some <laughs> jump back in your step, and it's right. a, it's a vicious cycle, man. It really is. Then you wake up and you're 27 and fat. <laughs> and here you are. That's life. That's the life in a nutshell. I should talk at high schools. You really there's there's <laughs> a lot of motivation there, and it just kicks you right in the balls at some point. Yeah, you got to hit rock bottom. So uh, we we cranked up the cardio. Couple nights a week hitting us, spinning it out, yeah, spin classes and doing a lot, of, you know, cooking. Not really meal prepping. It's just I'm a single guy, so it's all meal. It's just leftovers, really, at that point. <laughs> yeah, just grabbing random food and yeah, just make the chicken and be like, oh well, that's gonna last me four days. So exactly, yeah, it's that's... kind of meal prepping. My wife always she always wants to like she's a meal planner, so she'll just like make meals and like we have all this food ready, and she'll always like and I'm excited, obviously. I'm like, well, thank you. But she doesn't realize, like, and I tell her, I'm like, buddy, like, my life is, if I'm hungry, I feel like I just need to eat as fast as I can. So I just grab random pieces of food. Nothing makes sense. There's no, yeah. like, meal there. I'm just grabbing random things and eating them as fast as I can. I hate taking the time to eat. Yeah. I don't know if, if this is, like, a me thing, but I just, I can't stand, if it's, like, family, it's, like, dinner time, whatever, you sit down. But if it's, like, lunch and I'm working, I just want to eat the food as fast as I can get it finished. Yeah, and get going. People like going out to eat, like for lunch. That's what I was. I did this a couple of weeks ago. I went out and we went to eat for lunch, and I had like a full meal for lunch. I was ruined. My day was ruined. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I couldn't function. I, I came home, take a, took a nap. I don't know how I, I used out. to eat like Big Macs and then go back to work for four hours. It was like probably extremely unproductive. Yeah, it was like I took a Xanax. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's like Jesus. Yeah, this is ready to sleep. And it's it, it's an unwavering feeling. Like you can't get rid of it. And the rest of the day, you're just ruined. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, physically, I mean, not having the pounds. I'm down 22 pounds right now. Mm-hmm. And you can tell not carrying that weight around. You know, you can tell. Plus, not eating that way, you can tell. And not booze, man. That booze will just, especially beer. Every once in a while, I'll have a you know, gin on the rocks. Yeah, that, that's a money. You gotta save some money. Money. Oh, you don't go liquor. You I go am, straight beer. I'm liquid off, right now. You're just going straight water. Yeah, pretty much. Gin every now and then. I'll have one with dinner if I'm out. But you know, I'm not going to the bar drinking. Dude. I'll go to. I'll go shoot pool and drink water. And you're probably crushing it. You crushing the pool game? Yeah, being yeah, on been, the straight and narrow. Yeah, I've been shooting pretty well. Have you? <laughs> I don't know if it's that or if it's just I have nothing to focus on, so it's like I'm just real tuned into, you know, the pool. pool game. Yeah. Are you trying to do something big with it? Is it turning into something now? Huh? No, I'm still terrible. <laughs> in the retro, you know, in in the realm of like yeah, in retrospect, I'm still bad, but but locally, on yeah, point. Even not not that I'll get on like hot streaks, and then you know there will be a night where you're just like, oh yeah, I'm terrible at pool. I forgot. <laughs> Boy. What is that about pool, man? It is like just a it's a beast because you can never I mean, I guess you can truly master it at some point in time, but it's a constant different equation. It's a beautiful thing because Yeah, and it's a lot of it's a concentration thing too. I mean, it's one of those games where you need very direct concentration and you're doing it in a loud bar like with talking to people, which you never really give it that. Yeah. So it's kind of an odd combination of you need precision concentration, you know, vision, touch, and you're also doing it in a smoky bar with loud people, a jukebox, and nine beers in. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's really hard to hit a middle ground there Yeah, where you can just go and that's all you're going to do, but then you go back to your friends and they're like, yeah, we haven't seen you in three hours. Like, 
So, <laughs> well, like, are you a pole hall guy? Because I feel like pole halls are the spot, but then you still run into. I go. I mean, I'm not like a regular. I was there the other night, but you're not in there just practicing, just working on your on your stroke. That's usually if I go, I'll do that just to go practice. But I, I mean, there's people there five nights a week. Like, there's. I don't do that. They're in there selling drugs. It's mostly what you're in the pool. Not for. anymore, I don't think. Really? They I don't cleared think out. so. I think it's pretty on the straight and the narrow. It's been cleaned a lot up. Of, a lot of cove people in there. Oh, yeah? A lot of camo in the pool hall. Ah, really? Is this the. Shout out to Roaring Spring, real fast. Martinsburg, what up? And um, is this the pool hall, like on 764? Yeah, What's different strokes. Different strokes, yep. yeah. I used to go in there all the time, man. I, I was... It's a great place. Bring your own beer. Yeah. You can come. Going to have some. The smoking always bothered me, but whatever. you can't smoke in there anymore. Can't smoke in there anymore. Nope. Wow, Go outside. See the whole, the whole pool game's changed. I guess the bar scene's changed. Yeah, the whole world's been flipped on its head. Yeah, smoking is the number one enemy. Yeah, nobody wants to have it <laughs> yeah. around their lives anymore. Yeah, I guess. Um, were you ever a bumper pool player? Uh, my cousins had one in their basement growing up, but I never knew the rules or anything. Like, what's the point? I'm not sure. I think there's two colored balls, and I think you have to pocket your balls in like a specific hole oh okay but i'm not sure the because there's only i think there's two holes at each end with like two bumpers on the sides there's not six i thought there's six holes or there's just two there's four i don't know yeah i don't know but then they have like that thing in the middle of all the bumpers and you had to get but you go to a pool hall you don't see bumper pool no I i haven't seen a bumper pool in probably 15, 20 years. I, I just, uh, I've always been kind of confused by the point of the game. It's like, like snooker. Like, what's, what the hell is snooker? Snooker is like kind of like billiards, but it's different rolls and the table's like huge. Really? Yeah, and it's only, it's like the red and white balls, like a bumper pool. Wow, I've never, like a bigger table than a regular pool oh, table. Oh, they're massive, yeah. Dude, I've never, was that S-N-O-O-K-E-R? I believe snooker? so, yeah. I want to look that up. It's big in uh, England, I think. Ah, yeah, but, pool's big in England, isn't it? Billiards. Yeah, billiards, darts. There's like Every game high you play profile. in a bar. Yeah, high profile sports over there. Bowling. Is it big? Eh, maybe probably not. not. That's more of an American It's thing. probably, though, like after soccer, darts might be too, <laughs> in all honesty. <laughs> isn't that crazy? It's huge over there. You're a darts guy, right? I'll you shoot darts. darts. I'm a bar rat, so yeah. I'm good at all the drinking Olympics. Whatever game there you is know? in the bar you're going Mega Touch. Yeah, I'm just master. one of those guys. It's just like, yeah, dude, Hoop Jones on Mega Touch. <laughs> DP is on everyone, every bar in this town. What is Hoop Jones? Oh, it's a little basketball game where you hit it and he shoots the ball and the backboard goes back and forth. Mm. I roll. Dude, seriously, shuffleboard. That. I'll do some of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with some shuffleboard. That's a fun game. Did I tell you about the barcade in Chicago when I was there? No. Was it? Uh, it's yeah, a Dave and Buster's. No, it's like a Dave and Buster's, but like if the pipe room was Dave and Buster's mm. type deal. Okay, so you might get shot. No, right. it was like, <laughs> but it's like it was like a bar, like it wasn't like a chain, like. So you go in, they have like twenty old arcade games, like stand up okay. arcade, like twenty pinball machines, four pool tables, couple foosball tables, shuffleboard, bubble hockey. They had all that stuff. Some bubble hockey. What is bubble hockey? No, I said oh yeah, some bubble hockey. Yeah. And they had all that stuff, and they only had beer in a can. Ah, okay. Like, and I was like, "This place rules!" <laughs> like, it was so fun. <laughs> like, why don't we have this back home? Yeah, we. The mixture of arcade and drinking and like pool, like all those things can come together. Oh like, yeah, let's just put it all in one. Just, I want a six pack and play NFL Blitz. That's what I want to happen. Right, and then shoot a little pool. Yeah, 
Throw a bowling alley in there, because I'd be down with that. Possibly. Ski-ball. They had ski-ball. Play some ski-ball. Laser tag. Get it in. Oof. Laser I don't tag's going to be tricky. I know, but I just have a claw machine? soft spot in my life. Hey, don't bring up claw machines right now. Just saying. So, last time we spoke on the podcast, we were you were gearing up for claw machine, the tournament. Yeah. It turned out that it was the Turns wrong out, year. Yeah, I was completely wrong on that. But uh, either way... The claw machine tournament will happen at some point in, in time. Because, yeah, I say we do our own. All right. I don't know where the hell I'm getting a claw machine from. Let's just go to Tilt Studios, I guess, and get ready to rock it. I do. I, I got We'll figure it out. Hey, I took my son to Tilt Studios. What do you think? Won like five prizes in the claw machine. You did or he did? I did. Clean it up. Look I at you. really excited. I'm rubbing off. Spider-Man balls, Hulk balls, Ooh. stuffed animals. He was pumped. Max living a good life. He was really excited. Dad was on fire that day. <laughs> Dad's on a heater. Watch out. Killing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, going into like, I really wish I was just watching Black Mirror. Have you watched Black Mirror on Netflix? No. Oh, dude, such a good show. But there's one episode where they're in like it's an arcade slash dance club. So like, there's like dancing, but then there's also just old school arcade games. Yeah, I could do that. And I was thinking like, I want to go just play some arcade games, man. And then I play arcade games, old arcade games, and I'm like, oh. Wait a minute. These games are really hard, and they cost a lot of money. Isn't an arcade essentially just a casino for kids? Basically, with no reward. Tickets. (laughs) Tickets. But if you're playing, like, the actual console games, you don't get shit. Yeah. You get nothing for them. So, like, we're... Okay, so my my uncle got... He got, like, this... It's an old-school arcade machine. Looks like... I think it has Galaga on it, but it has, like, 50 games built into it. It's, like, basically a modded... Like mm-hmm. something you download on your Xbox or whatever, but it's an arcade machine. And you think, like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. So I go there and I'm playing, like, Gunsmoke and we're playing, like, uh, 1945 and uh, Burger Time. And why not design it where you can save your game? So, like, it's just like the old arcade games you die, three lives, and you're done. finished. Like, why not update it a little bit? Yeah, because I have Sonic on my phone, and you can save it. Yeah, and that's how a lot of them, if you have them on your Xbox and stuff, you can actually save the games. Now. I remember like, having to play Sonic the whole way through. Oh, my God. I never beat Sonic. I don't know if I've ever beaten a video game besides Mario 1 and maybe Grand Theft Auto 3. Like, those are the only two <laughs> games I ever beat. Kid Run? I always gave up. Especially, Not Mario 3? I've beat Mario 3. You beat Mario 3? I think so. Mario 2 was the really tough one because it was so weird. Yeah, I don't I think I really played that. We had the Mario 1 with the Duck Hunt. Yep. Then Mario 3. Mario 3 is The old classic. school uh, Nintendo. Then All-Stars came out right there at the end of the Nintendo run. Was that, a, was that Nintendo or was that Super Nintendo? I don't remember All-Stars. Remember. All-Stars was like a compilation. Super Nintendo was super underrated, I feel like. Yeah, I... Uh, it was Kirby. Kirby was a great game. Oh, Kirby's Dream Land. Yeah. Yeah. I had it for Game Boy. Wow. It was, it was even good for Game Boy, which I was... Man, some of the, remember when they tried to put those games onto Game Boy and they were just like I had a WWE. It was probably F. Yeah, it was WWF. I forget which one it was. Whatever it was, it was terrible. Yeah, it was with Austin on the front, but like all you could do was like clotheslines, <laughs> right? Yeah, and like diving headbutts. There's no options. Yeah, it's just like Christ. Well, I was. This is funny, man. I just bought Max. My my son's really into Incredible Hulk. Like he loves the Hulk. So I was down here at comics. Uh, comics vault and i was like dude do you have any like hulk comics that i could get him so i bought him like five hulk comics and they're all from like the early to mid 90s so i take these hulk comics home and we're like looking through them and it's all these old ads for old game boy games like terminator 2's game boy game the punisher's game probably boy terrible game. all bad there was an x-men game boy game uh ren and stimpy 
And I'm looking at these games like, this is so funny, man. Because it was probably like 93 or 94. And he's like asking me all these questions about him. And I'm like, well, this is the Terminator. Like, you know, I wanted to tell you about the Terminator. Who's Ren and Stimpy? He doesn't know who Ren and Stimpy is. Cool. Good luck explaining that one. No idea. But it was just, it's it's hilarious to look at games, like how fast that's come. Like how fast it's changed. Yeah. The graphics from PlayStation 2 to now is insane. Just ridiculous. You know what I mean? I was playing Fortnite at my brother-in-law's oh, house. Oh, man. Are you in? Are you in it? I didn't really get it. But I didn't play it long enough to really get it. We were playing Star Wars, though, too, and uh, playing some Call of Duty. And I, I realized the reason I quit playing video games is because I get lost in video games, and then my life's ruined, and I can't do anything See, else. See, I quit playing because I, I never got into it fast enough, and then I was just bad and just got killed all the time. And I was like, <laughs> this is dumb. I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, I, I missed the window to get into, like, Call of Duty. Right. And then by the time people were like, just play, just play, I'd be like, okay, and was like, Two and thirty, right? I was like, this murdered. game sucks. Like, yeah, and then I was just done after that. Unless you're playing the campaign on easy, then it's fun. Yeah, but then you're playing by yourself. Yeah, you feel I, all sad. Yeah, I do enough shit by myself. <laughs> I do movies by myself like once a week. What are you going to? I uh, just want to saw Black Panther. Is it pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not like a Marvel comic guy, so like anytime I see those, I'm taking them at face value. Yeah, because I don't know the history, the historical correctness of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's but the... It's good. Michael B. Jordan killing it right now. The issue I have with all the Marvel movies is, one, if I don't, if you don't follow the comics, I mean, you can still watch the movie. But you're kind of like, you're missing something. Yeah, I can tell I'm, like, I can tell I'm missing references. And but... It's never gonna, you know... But they're still good movies. What are you like, gonna catch up on? Are you gonna catch yeah. up on the past, the back catalog of like, 20 years of Black Panther? I have, because, you know, my cousins and stuff, they're all, they were all into comic books when you guys were growing up. Yeah. And I still have to ask them, like, we're going to go see Deadpool when it comes out here next month or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, Cable, is he a good guy or a bad They're like, really? I was like, yeah, I got no idea. <laughs> so you go. He was a good guy, right? Cable was a good they, guy. Yeah, but, like, in but the previews, he, like, he doesn't seem like it. Well, Deadpool's kind of the same way. He's like a Punisher. Like, he was kind of a badass, but he was still, he was good, still guy, a good guy, technically. Yeah. Um, that was... X-Men, Punisher, yeah, all that stuff. I was really into it, and then I fell out. So even when I watch the movies, I'm like, I don't remember half this crap. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Uh, it could be all totally accurate or inaccurate. I'd have no idea. Yeah, I saw, I saw Jumanji. That was pretty good. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Everybody I've talked to has liked it, and yeah. I did not enjoy it. You don't like it? I guess my standards were, my expectations were too high. See, I had low expectations. Oh. I thought it was going to be shit. Well, Rock and Kevin Hart, I'm thinking it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, but you can only do that buddy team for so long. Yeah, I know. But Kevin Hart's so funny, man. I know. Every is. time, like, I want to get sick of him, but damn it, he keeps doing funny stuff. I just, I wanted, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was just thinking the Rock and Kevin Hart together, it's going to be hilarious. Jack Black thrown in there. I feel like his shtick got old really fast with, like, because he was that, that girl. The girl. And it's just, like, like, a running joke that just, went on too long for me. I don't know. Yeah. I always think The Rock's not good. And then, like, his movies are actually kind of good. So yeah. I feel like I'm always just like, The Rock, like, he's not even an actor. <laughs> Still to this day. Yeah, to this day, I'm like, he's not, years later. he's not even an actor. He's, and puts out good movies. He pulls it out. I know. Yeah. He, yeah, and that's, when he first became an actor, I always was, I, because I, with the Scorpion King and shit, I was like, no, the mummies. I, yeah. I didn't enjoy those movies. They were kind of stupid. But then, like, Walking Tall, good movie. Great. And uh, the other one he made that was good that I can't think of right now off the top of They're my head. They're all, like, the same. 
Yeah, and then there was <laughs> Doom. Not good. If you watched Doom, that was just... Um, it was kind of a mess. Yeah. But do we watch the... Uh, what was... Is it San Andreas? Is that him? Yeah. And that was hysterical. Just because it was just an over-the-top action flick. Yeah. Nothing really to it. You could kind of see it coming the whole time. Like, I could pick out the whole plot line the entire movie. But I still... Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I saw that Den of Thieves. And it didn't, like, get great reviews. I thought it was really good. I've heard it is really good. O'Shea Jackson's great. He's going to be real big. Is that... Ice Cube's kid. Oh, okay. From the NWA movie. Yeah, that played, yeah. Okay. He's in this one. I've that, heard Den of Thieves is really good. Yeah, with that Pablo Shriver. He was, I think he was in The Wire. Okay. And uh, one of the Law and Orders. But he's pretty good in it, too. See, I gotta catch up. My yeah. movie game's way behind. Well, see, but there's nothing coming out now. I don't it's, I it's, even know. It's in a big lull. So, well, summertime's coming. Yeah. Because they gear up for the big summer I'm blockbusters. For, I'm waiting for Deadpool. But that's kind of what I do, like... Because I don't go to bars too much anymore, so like my big night out is like, I go to the movies by myself once, like every other week or something. You should like start that. doing movie reviews or something since you're in there by yourself. I could. I've been doing protein bar reviews on Snapchat. Have you really? Yeah, they're all shit. <laughs> I don't even know why. What they all taste like crap, dude. Because on Wednesdays I don't get a dinner. Okay. Because I go to spin class right after work until six thirty, uh-huh. and then I have pool league at seven. Oh, okay. So I don't get like a dinner really in between. So I go to, like, Sheets or Rudders or whatever, and I'll get, like, a protein bar and, you know, just kind of stuff to eat on the way. Yeah. And they're all shit. They all taste like sand. You think so? Yeah. I haven't had one Apple yet. Yeah, well, they all do kind of taste the same. I have found ones that I... Well, when I you say, like those RX bars, though, don't you? Yeah. Well, See, I, I've never been impressed with those. When I say like I enjoy them, like they're at this, they're all. It's looking at it as a standard of a protein bar. Yeah, it's not like you're a high, basing on that scale. Yeah, it's already skewed. Yeah, there's there's a handicap involved. Like I know it's not going to be that great, but I if it's above average, I'm cool. Yeah. The Detour bars, I used to eat those. Those were good, decent. Yeah, they're all right. Well, maybe. Hey, I yeah, don't think I, I don't think I send you my protein bar reviews. I don't know. I haven't seen them. You're not, they're not in your story. Nah, I'm trying not to post a lot on my story. Oh, come on, man. You're leaving us out of the protein bar world. I'll get you. I'll, I'll put Wednesdays in. <laughs> we'll see what kind of feedback I get on it. You should be saving those, putting yeah. them up on YouTube or something. We'll see what kind of start uh, a revolution. Because usually I put stuff on my story and I don't get like anyone commenting on it. I won't put that stuff back on my story. <laughs> Listen, man. If I'm gonna put some shit out there, I need some some reflection from yeah, the audience. Yeah, I need give me a review. I need a confidence boost, guys. What are we doing here? <laughs> I'd say 90% of the stuff I put in my story, nobody replies to. And I'm like, you know what? I enjoyed it. Yeah. So that's all that matters to me. No, I, I it, do, but then me. you reply back to me like six hours later. Who? You. I don't have notifications. <laughs> yeah, on. I know. So I watch my stuff whenever I check my phone. I watch the stuff. And that's... I'm like, he's going to get this and not even know what I'm talking about. All <laughs> oh, replies and stuff? Yeah. yeah it's... Snapchat drives me crazy because you don't keep the replies. And then, yeah, if I only check it like twice a day, I have no clue what people are talking yeah. about. I've lost all context of the conversation. That's how people mainly communicate now. It's I know. insane. And it annoys the crap Imagine that kind of life where you just speak and disappear in conversations. And you have to stay on point at all times. Like You've got to constantly be checking the Snapchat because you're going to lose the conversation. Yeah. It's annoying. I don't like it, but... That's life right now. Yeah, millennials, I'll tell you. It's the world we're living in. Damn kids. Yeah, that's how it's going. Until we're all in virtual reality, then we'll just communicate with our minds. And teleport. Yeah. That's number one what I'm excited for. Well, if I'm in VR, and I can like visually like go to Egypt in my VR, I don't need to teleport. I'm technically there. Yeah, no, I still want to go. You still want to? Yeah. Just zoop. 
but I want to teleport. And I'm like, I'm ready for that to be here. But not just like travel across the world, like just like get to work. Um, yeah, but mainly for like to Pittsburgh. Okay. Like yeah. the the midnight drive home from Pittsburgh is a <sighs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Like I'm just ready. Like I'm going to St. Louis, uh, this summer. Okay. And I'm either going to fly out of state college or drive. And I was going to drive to Indianapolis. And I'm like, man, I wish I could just teleport. Right. I mean, flying would only take a couple hours, but it's probably expensive. But, but teleporting? Teleporting is probably expensive, too, when it comes out. It'll be a little pricey at yeah. first. But I feel like there'll be some knockoff versions where you might lose a limb or something like that. Well, and S- some enzymes might get mixed up in the in the, in the the transfer. Can end up like Mike TV. <laughs> what was Mike TV? Willy Wonka. Really shrunk them. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Some weird shit will happen. And you might get mixed up with somebody else. Maybe you'll get some of their genes spliced with yours when yeah. you come through. Like maybe some animal splice. But imagine, in. like, you have a random where you can just get in it and they just, who knows where you're going. That'd be fun. It'd be a little risky, but yeah. Well, give it a good, shot. Hey, all the good things are, Rob. Middle of the ocean. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> Not again. You got me again, Delta. Or you end up naked. You know what I mean? Like, it was a closed disintegrate. Yeah, what if you ha- that. yeah? Would you have to go naked and take a bag? And where's the? How's the? You know, Federal Express that bag? Like, how are you gonna get it to yeah. where you need to go? These are all questions that are gonna need to be answered. But I'm ready. And I, I also wonder, like, I enjoy a good road trip. Like you said, I enjoy a good road trip to Pittsburgh. Yeah, the coming back part sucks. Yep. Can you teleport my car? Yep, that's the thing. Or you pay like an Uber driver to drive your car there, to, drive your car back home so you can teleport home, and the driver can teleport back to Pittsburgh. There's something. Yeah. I don't mind driving to Pittsburgh. That one coming home is, it's a rough one. Brutal. It's a rough one. Dave and I, uh, Dave Wyant, been on the podcast many times. Uh, we drove to Philly. Oh, I can't imagine that drive home. And the drive there was fun. Enjoyed it. Drive back, I think we left at maybe like 12, that's 11.30 ins- at that's night. That's insane that you left Philly at 11 Brutal. and drove home. Got home at like 5 in the morning. <laughs> Almost hit a deer, like, about 10 minutes from Altoona. No shit. It was like, hey, man, it's 4 a.m. What are you doing? <laughs> These deer were like, you're still awake. And, dude, he was, I was half asleep, and he was driving, and, like, he saw the one deer, and he's like, oh, shit, deer. So the one that ran right in front of the car, we were good. The other one was coming. And he hit, like, a flow state. Like, he went into, like... Matrix mode. Little you know, NASCAR like when you're action. in a video game and you slow down, like you can. Yep. Like you hear the breath. He, he just like he, that's the zone. He it, it was total zone because like he didn't even hit the brakes. Because if, if he would have hit the brakes, T-boned that deer. It, the car would have been totaled. We may have died. But he just eighty miles an hour swung the wheel to the left, swung it back to the right, missed the deer, dude, and we just kept driving. Like, Never missed a beat. <laughs> like I can't believe. Like, it didn't even feel real. It didn't feel real for, like, the first five minutes that it happened. We were like, dude, that was... Yeah, those late-night drive homes. Like, when... God stepped in. When I we went it. to the uh, the Dropkick Murphys concert in Pittsburgh, and we went in Jay's Jeep with the doors <laughs> off. You're telling me? Coming back at night <laughs> with no, no doors? I got hammered at that concert <laughs> and was laying in the back seat of the Jeep with a hoodie on my hood up. And oh no God. doors on, just 
freezing, miserable, crushed. Who's like, I just want to be home. Where are we at? It's like Monroeville. We're like, this is not good. <laughs> and Jay doesn't even care, right? No, he's no. just yeah. He's in like shorts and a vest. Like he doesn't care. <laughs> Dude, one time. Jay and I went to Pittsburgh to see this band. If Jay, if you listen to these podcasts, you probably remember this. We got we got all sorts of tuned up at this concert. We went to see Pepper. Remember the band Pepper? Oh, yeah, I, don't I love Pepper. I don't think they're relevant anymore, yeah, but they I, were. I don't think – yeah, I like them a lot. But um, he had – we so we left the concert at like 10. We're coming back from Pittsburgh, and he had to get – he had to get the GameStop by like midnight because the new Grand Theft Auto came out or something. So – he drove 90 miles an hour from Mr. Small's Theater, which is, like, right on the outskirts mm-hmm. of Pittsburgh, home. That, that ride from Pittsburgh to Altoona, that road, is just... Why can't we get a highway there? And this is before, like, all the work was done, so it was, like, construction oh, all in, over the place. Oh, it was in that decade that they were doing the construction there? We were all tuned up. Like, we were, we were a wreck. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't even know how he's driving right now, and he drove 90. Never got pulled over. I don't know how we didn't get pulled over. Got the GameStop, and it was closed. <laughs> Didn't get the game. And I thought, like, if I would have died in that ride, I'd have been so mad. Like, as we were. Yeah. I mean, I was mad either way. Actually, I was really tired, so I was like, whatever. We got back in record time. We yeah. got back from Pittsburgh in, like, 45 an hour minutes. And minutes. <laughs> it was, like, ridiculous. But I remember that just thinking, like, this was, like, one of those experiences in your life where you're like, I'm, I'm glad I made it through that. Yeah. It was a, I don't know if I would have survived that in other circumstances. Like, if it would have been a split-second decision at some point there that something may have happened, or a cop would have pulled out, we would have been done. Yeah. Just absolutely forget about it, because we're in no shape to be in that vehicle. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about driving to St. Louis, Do, going to Indianapolis, doing like a night over there, and then driving down, making kind of a little road trip, see some new places. What's the what's the length of St. Louis? Is that like eight, nine hours? From here to St. Louis? Is it longer? It's like 13. Ugh. So from here to Indy is like eight. What are you doing down St. Louis? Gonna go to Buckos Cardinals game, see the arch, do some touristy shit. It's basically the same type of. You gonna find Nelly down there? He's probably chilling. You can yeah, find probably St. Louis. I don't know what he's doing right now. Probably, probably nothing. Yeah, just. Do you think he ever invested in like the bandana market? Probably band aids. Yeah, band aids. Sure he probably had. Yeah, he's. He at least kept them in business over the years. Yeah, I'm basically going to do like the same type of Chicago trip, just St. Louis this time. Just down there balling it up. Pretty much. You're going to do a little stand-up action? Mm. Hey, man, I wanted to tell yeah, I you think this. So. so, coming up, let me get the details on this right now because I want to want to clue you in on something. I got this message. I got this email like, I don't know. Emails? Like, Who emails <laughs> anymore? I said to this guy, I was like, what do you want, AOL, dude? <laughs> do you have a Netscape browser? Yeah, I'll email you once my shit dials up. <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't pick the phone up like halfway <laughs> through this email transfer. But like, so the Altoona Comedy Contest. Um, this dude Dan Frijolet. Sorry, Dan. I don't know how to say your last name, but it's uh, called Make Me Laugh. Uh, it's LaughUSA.org. Comedy's best kept secret tour. So they're coming through Pennsylvania, and they're doing these. Uh, they're coming to St. Louis actually here. Oh, in 2015, two winners from Albany and St. Louis completed a 42-day tour starting in NYC, ending in Anchorage, Alaska, where they did stand-up all across the country. So um, he asked me to be a judge. Um, I'm going to be looking for stage presence, joke originality, and overall funniness, which I thought was awesome that he, like, I guess he just found me randomly online. I I asked him how he found me. He's like, I just, your name 
kind of like came up. Hey, you're the Rob Z. Right. He's a zebra. It's, he probably is. Uh, By shout the way, out. we're still going with zebras. Shout out zebras. God. It's real. That picture Sarah did though is pretty dope. I know. That's that sealed it right there. Yeah, I said to you, I was like, I like that, and I hate that I like it. <laughs> yeah, because Sarah, shout out to Sarah Vogel from the Clay Cup. Yeah, she made me a zebra with headphones yeah, she's on. She's super talented, man. I was like, that is that is the best. Like, I can never change the, the catchphrase now. But um, so April 27th is the semifinals at the Altoona Grand Hotel. And then April 28th is the finals. So at the end of March, I think they're doing like the the. Let me see where he put this here because I want to. Oh yeah, the open auditions March 29th, Altoona Grand Hotel. DP, am I getting in it? Open auditions, dude. Am I in it? Well, you can be anybody. It's open auditions, March 29th. What's that? A Thursday? I'll, I'll thumbs you up. You, I'll, you're in already. All right, you're about I mean, What is that? A quick. Thursday? Is it pool league? No. <laughs> Cal- but I bet it is a Thursday. Check it out. He's calculating pool leagues. Um, but, dude, I think you should do it. What do I got to do, five minutes? Uh, I don't know. I got five minutes. I, I got a new five minutes, right? I know absolutely nothing about the details. But, yes, Thursday night, March 29th. Um, I, I, I'll send you the link. Anybody, yeah, check, check, this, check the link out, uh, laughusa.org. And, um, I don't know, I'm super excited about it. And this comedy's best kept secret.com. He also does a podcast called Porn Stars or People, which I, I I subscribe to because it's just him talking to his porn stars about just life. Like, no porn involved. It's Interesting. It's just like having conversations with them, which I, I thought was kind of hilarious. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it seems like it could be something, and uh, I've been telling local comedians about it. It's an experience. It's It's definitely something. Could it turn into something huge? Possibly. And if I could be there to be a part of it, this could be the launching pad. This could be it. Boom. But, yeah, I'm going to do it in St. Louis, too. I figure that's going to be part of it. See the arch. So, let me ask. You're putting together five minutes. Mm-hmm. What's the five minutes? Like, how do you how do you piece it together? What do you have in your arsenal? Like, what jokes do I have? I mean, like, what's your content? Like, what do you what do? You uh, a lot of self-deprecation. I do a lot of, like, being fat and stuff. <laughs> uh, and single. I'm a fat single, like, late 20s. Which like, losing the weight. You know. you know, yeah, that's part of it and how terrible it is. Um, but then you get thin, like it's like a Jonah Hill effect, you know. Is it funny anymore? Yeah, uh, do that. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of single stuff. It's just like comedy lately is exploding. Yeah, even on a it's local the level, best time for it. So many people. I guess it's the podcast world. It's Netflix. Yeah, like everybody's getting involved. It's just easy to get out there now. It's the same with the rap. Now that no. Yeah, but look at, like, the access that you have to it. That's just more people getting in, you know, flooding the the yeah. space. The availability, the, the yeah. easy access. It's true. But then you're going to get shitty comedians the way you get these shitty rappers out now that are, like, popular. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... Is it good or is it bad is, is the question, I guess. It's good right now. It will get bad. Like, the cream rises to the top. Yeah, but... it'll all figure it out. But it's going to get oversaturated, and you're going to have... You know, where you had this whole SoundCloud, you know. The SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Where everyone with the name Lil. Whoa, man. The I know voice, my, your voice. Just, did you see that? Man, it's like getting The like, mic just <laughs> fell onto me. Uh, <laughs> Lil Pump, Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. I have a Lil role. Zan. Yeah, I have a role. If you have a Lil in your name and you're after Lil Flip, mm-hmm. I don't care about you. Whoa. Lil Flip's the cutoff. To, and me. that was like. 2000? 02? 
There's a lot of lils after that little flip. Yeah. Like a lot came out. <laughs> That's it. That's the last one. And there was like a there was a brief period of ASAPs. Like it seemed like there's a bunch of ASAPs out there. Well, they were all together. Oh, they were all. Yeah. Oh, that was one group. Yeah. Okay. ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were all ASAP Mob. Uh, I didn't. Okay, that's how much I I'll know. Teach you. Don't worry, bud. Um, but the Lil thing is, yeah, it's just, and I, I noticed lately they're it's like almost every single rapper. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it's insane. It's terrible. And I'm trying. Do you dabble? Do you like try to get into like newer music? I hear it. I'm pretty like I shut it. Like I, I probably don't give it even a fair enough chance. Immediately judging it. Yeah, I mean it's catchy. I get it. Like Migos and stuff. Like I, I enjoy listening. Yeah, to it. like it's catchy. Even Lil Pump has like catchy songs. Yeah, but so bad. I don't want to hear any of. It. You know what I mean? Like I would never listen to it in my car. Yeah, but if it was on in my car, I'd be like, all right. Like for some reason, it just kind of like, I would never go out of my way. I, I doubt people were buying albums. I don't know who's buying albums. But, like, I would never go out of my way to, like, pick it out. But when it comes on, I'm like, damn, man. Like, I don't want to like this, but I do like yeah, it. Yeah, see, I still don't like a lot of it. I end up bobbing my head. I'm like, damn it. But I think a lot, like, most of it is me just being old. Not even old. Because, like, friends my age, like. Are in. Yeah. They're just like, no, yeah, but, like, Lil Pump's good. I'm like, dude, he's not good. Like. Nope. <laughs> no, he isn't. He's not, he's not good. But. For some reason. It's. It, like it's an earworm kind of thing. Yeah, like, he's got face is... tattoos and crazy hair, and now that's what people like. Face tattoos are so common now; it's weird. Yeah, it's a prerequisite to be a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> that's so true, man. It's and I see it now, and I'm like, whenever I was a teenager, and I remember like people talking about rap music and it being bad, and I was like, bad for society, bad for kids. The music sounds bad. And it's like it all sounds the same, and I can't understand what they're saying. And I was a kid, I was like, they just don't know what you're talking about, man. Like this shit's the future. And now I hear it, and I'm like, wow. Well, and there was now always I know what they were talking about. Well, and there was always this persona of like rappers being larger than life. And like now, YouTube's you... broken down the walls. Instagram, yeah, like you remember like Biggie and Pac and like even Nelly and like all this. But now, like, have you seen Lil Xan? Like, he looks like he wants me to buy him cigarettes outside Sheets. Yeah, but he's loaded. And he's, like, in a mansion. I, I guarantee he's not rich. Well, I've seen, like, so they're in, I saw a little, yesterday, this is funny, I, man. I would guarantee Lil Xan's not rich. But there's, like, money somewhere. Somehow, there's money rolling around. Because, unless they're, like, renting houses or something. Like, he's in this mansion. And there's some girl, like, she's, uh, she's Swiffer wet jetting the floor. And he's just raining hundreds from the balcony, and like the, he's like, we treat our women right, and there's just like hundreds raining on her as she's yeah mopping the floor. And I was laughing because that's just that's hilarious. Yeah, like I, I would guarantee that guy's not rich. Yeah, but something's going on. Well, I'm sure there's money around. Somebody it. in the and, crew's rich. I mean, okay, not I shouldn't not rich, but like rapper rich, like where he has what two hundred grand? Yeah, and he has it all in. It's all in a band. It's all in a stack. Okay, but if you look at like Conor McGregor, like you follow him on Instagram. Yeah, great follow. Yeah, but like I love how he just torn to Fifty Cent the other day. Did you see? Did that? he? Yeah, he put no, up some great. post about Fifty and like I don't know what it was for. I don't know why he, he ripped into. Was him. he defending Floyd Mayweather now? Probably because yeah. Fifty and Floyd hate each other. Really? Yeah, it's a great beef. How did that happen? I forget, but it's just Floyd. Like, makes fun of him for going bankrupt, and 50 <laughs> just makes fun of Floyd because he can't read. And it's the best <laughs> beef of all time. 
Is Fifty really bankrupt? That was a real. That's a real. Yeah. Oh, deal. he filed. He filed for bankruptcy. But I wonder if he actually. Well, uh, yeah, I think it was a. Because that Bitcoin thing was a lie. I guess it turned out that what? he. Did you hear that? Like that Fifty. Um. One of his albums, Animal Instinct or whatever, he let people buy it with Bitcoin. So people bought it with Bitcoin, and he never used the Bitcoin. It just sat. This is a like, number of years ago. And then all of a sudden, he found out that he just had millions of dollars in Bitcoin because he people purchased his album through it, and then never he never spent the money. But then he came out and said it was all a lie, and it's just the media just made it up. But I wonder if he's just saying that to cover his ass from the bankruptcy thing. Or, like, who knows what's going on for real? Yeah. Well, because if you had those Bitcoin, it wasn't worth shit when you filed bankruptcy. They can't come back and say you had all this money because that's not really money. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. But he did. But then he's, uh, I mean, he owns vitamin water. Yeah. And then sold that for a ton of money. Yeah. But I don't think Floyd can read. (laughs) I've never seen him read. And at some point. How many people do you see read, though? Well, at some point, if the biggest rumor about you is you can't read, wouldn't you want to read something like. I guess so, but then you look at like Trump, like you'd think that he'd want to make the point about his hair not being real, and then well, it's not real, I guess. Yeah, but he's like, delusional. Uh, maybe maybe Mayweather's a little delusional too. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> when you have that level of money, yeah, that's a good point. You can hide whatever you want to hide, you know. Yeah, but Connor's Instagram's great, but he has you know these Rolls Royces and Phantoms and all this you know clothes and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of shit's given to him. Yeah, you know, to post on there. Oh, and, is that right? Yeah, and they'll like. You know, Rolls-Royce will come with a new car and say, here, drive this for two weeks. Like, you can just have it for a couple weeks. He's like, you know, if you want to post some pictures, that'd be great. Is he saying that on a post? Like, is he saying or is it- No, he doesn't say it on the post. Oh, okay. But it's pretty known. Like, he comes out. He doesn't hide it. Like, that's how this works. He looks great. The company gets, you know, exposure and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah. it's a win-win for everyone. So you get this super nice car for a month. Don't total it. You get all the because his business now is looking rich almost. It's yeah. like that's basically his business. Yeah, that's you know? a great business to have, man. And these companies are basically getting exposure and advertising for what almost nothing. Yeah, and just looking like a badass all the time. And that, that's how much fun. Like he's living the best life of all time. Seriously, just knocking dudes out and just having driving yachts in nicest clothes of all time. It's great. <laughs> Do you think that? If you were in Conor McGregor's spot, do you think you'd even continue to fight? I'd be dead, first of all. <laughs> Hypothetically the, speaking, the, I would be dead. The undisciplined life uh, what going I, into what he does. Yeah, I think so. I think I would. What? You'd quit fighting? You'd no, still, I'd, I'd still fight. Still I, think, I mean, I think if you get that far into it, you have to love it Yeah. to an extent. Like, you can't get that far without passion. Yeah. And I feel... You would just hate to fall from... I'd... Fear like the fall from grace. I mean, maybe with the whole head thing, and now he's got you know a kid and stuff. Yeah, he gets and, blasted once in the head. You know, he start talking to these old punchy, you know, retired fighters. Maybe he's like, "Listen, I'm sitting on how much money? You know, that's not my game anymore. I mean, I completely get it if he steps away. He's. I doubt he's going to, or he's just going to hold out. They, like, they say he's going to fight the winner of Khabib, uh, Tony, Tony Ferguson. So. We'll see. It's not nothing's nothing's a done deal though. No, but they say like in September, like he's taking. He, they just had that kid, and he's taking time off for that. Yeah. And they say they're gonna fight the winner of that, but good luck, whoever. Like that's not gonna be fun. Whoever wins that. Why do you say that? 
because they're both killers. Oh, they could both destroy him if, potentially. If Khabib wins, Khabib Nurmagomedov is a monster. Like I don't know who could beat him. I mean, he is a killer. They've really been wrestling bears when he's like eight years old. Get the fuck out of here! Swear to God, what? Yeah, wrestling bears. Yeah, he's a Russian killer. Oh my God, dude. he's like twenty four now. That's wild. He gets a hold of Connor. Now, Grant, you got to get in. But yeah. if he gets a hold of him, man, good luck. Yeah, seriously. He's a mauler. Boy, that's it's such a dangerous it's it's got to be crazy to be a fighter because I was just talking to uh the guy actually that I take jiu-jitsu from worked with Charlie Brenneman for a while, Charlie Brenneman from Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania right here in Central Pennsylvania. And Charlie was in the UFC for a little bit. He won a couple and then lost like five in a row, right? And ended up yeah, going he, out. Yeah. But he was saying even with like Charlie, like, you know, it's you don't really get paid that much money. It seems like you're balling. And if you win a big fight, you get like 30 grand. But if you lose a couple fights, your career's over. Yeah, now it's not worth it. I mean, especially with the Reebok deal they have because you can't have your own sponsors. Oh, right. So, you know, a lot of these guys. Except unless you're Brock Lesnar and you're all right. Yeah, I don't think Brock Lesnar can have Jimmy Johns or anything. I don't think so. Really? Yeah, that that changes the whole game then too. You're not yeah, your own but money. I mean, a lot of these guys are making you know, you know, fifteen and fifteen. I mean, if you sign, say it's a five fight deal, so your first one will start at eight and eight, so you get eight grand show money and then eight grand win bonus. Mm-hmm. And you're fighting how many fights a year? Maybe like four, three to four, probably. So you're almost broke. Because unless you're winning big, yeah. Because like the rest of your time has to be spent training, right? Which you have to doing. pay for. You got to pay your coaches. You got to pay you know all your training fees. You got to pay for your flight out there, right. and then you win and you get sixteen grand, right? Boy, I mean, it, you really have to love that to do it. Yeah, and that's that's and, and then your life could be over potentially. I mean, like as far as your speech and yeah, you know, like your head, like it's all messed up. It's such a dicey thing, but it's such a heroic thing. I guess that's where the I mean appeal comes in. I don't know what they're doing with training. I think if they can kind of control sparring and stuff, because it won't be as repetitive, that head trauma. Because yeah. really, if you get caught in an MMA, it's one shot, you're done, which does damage. But the whole CTE thing is the repetitiveness, you know, contact, hit, 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 in the NFL, in boxing, yeah. you know. Because even when they're not fighting, they're sparring, taking those shots with headgear on. That's, I mean, ringing that bell. Yeah, every day. And you don't need, I mean, I don't see where you have to spar hard that much. Well, that's, a lot of gyms are getting away from that, right? I would would think, yeah. Because what's the, and that was kind of, at least from listening to people who know what they're talking about, it's like, and I like Brendan Schaub a lot. Like, his stuff's really good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Because he was in it. Still has a clear head and is, like, super knowledgeable and really talks, like, super honestly. And obviously Joe Rogan does. But I like Brendan Schaub's take on it because he really seems to uh, – I think he saw the light, right? I mean, he was, like, in it and yeah. then saw, like, damn, man, people are getting messed up. And I have a name. I have a face. Like, why not – that's like Conor McGregor. Like, he's a business unto himself. Yeah. He doesn't even need MMA. Anymore. And now he has five businesses – you know, off of that stuff. And him just talking shit to business. Like, that's... Yeah. People would pay just to... His Instagram, he could just like, make millions off of that and yeah. sit back and never do anything ever again. Yeah. Look, look at Kevin Hart. You know how much money he's making off of social media? Oh, his Instagram's awesome. Yeah. I love his stuff. And he built that from the floor and realized that he can capitalize on it. Yeah. 
And that's the crazy thing. Like when I watch Kevin Hart's Instagram, like half of it's comedy, half of it's inspirational stuff, family stuff, you know, promoting his tour or whatever. But everything's like 100% authentic. Even like being a wrestling fan, Chris Jericho now on Instagram. He's always doing live videos. He's doing like the Jericho Cruise where you can go and like meet a bunch of wrestlers and bands and stuff. And it's like these guys, and even though he's still wrestling, like, Social media has made this a whole new game, like where you don't need to worry about anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, anymore. you're really your boss. You don't need to worry about that kind of crap, and it's it's wonderful. Like, and I imagine looking at anybody coming up, like we talk, go back to the rappers. Like these guys can basically never have a hit single, never have a big album. Nobody's ever played them on TV. You might not even like hear them on Sirius or anywhere. But because of your social media following, automatically, boom, blow up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a marketing agency that you don't have to pay for, essentially. Yeah. And if you get good at it, then, I mean, that's free money. And I think he's like 17, you know, 18 years old, like Lil Pump and stuff. Like, they're super young, which is a good and a bad thing all at the same time. Yeah. Um, But uh, what was I just going to say? Because I, I, I was... I was looking on social media. I was following some of these guys, and I was just thinking to myself, like, man, there's a, there's a local kid. His name's, like, Andrew. I think his name's Andrew Kephart, and he's a good rapper. Like, he puts up videos of him rapping. I don't know if he's freestyling or if he wrote the stuff down or whatever. But, uh, like, they're really quality, and I think it's, like, everywhere you go now, people are, are talented. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of crap. Like, there's a lot of terrible people, but there's also, like, people, like, it seems like in every area who... Are, could be a star, technically. But back in the day, you had, like, if MTV was pushing it, you were going to make it. Like, whenever I was, like, in like junior high, high school, like, you were force-fed music, and that was the stuff you had to pick from. But now there's no force-feeding. So you just, like, find... Like, you just yeah, find organic. random bands and, like, random artists, and it's it's a lot more fun, but it also makes it more difficult to, like, find what you really want. There used to be a website. I can't remember what it's called Napster. right now. No, Pornhub. No, um, oh, wow, yeah. no, but there. it was a music website, and you like, you know, go into, like, you could play. It was kind of like SoundCloud, where they would upload music and stuff to it. Okay, but then you would hit. It was like a randomizer, of where you would just hit a button and come up on some random. I do remember bands that. or like page, and it was like all oh, genre related. So like. It'd be like someone like this, and then it would go, and it'd be some, you know, small town band from Jersey, right? And it was like, man, this is just—you can just stumble upon your next favorite band, yeah. Like, and that's like ideally, that's awesome. But then at the same time, like, who has the time to do it? At least I guess yeah. when you're younger, you do. You have like all the time Ooh, in the world. Yeah. Now when I get older, I'm like, I always tend to—I always go back to the old stuff. Well, like, I want to find some new bands. Then I just go to Pandora Alternative Rock. No, well, you have, <laughs> you have a do. kid. So I think once you have a kid, like you kind of stop everything. Yeah. And it's like that is that's by that's where you have your opinions already. That's where you have your music, your clothes. Now I'll never change. Not until and never accept anybody else's opinions. Not not until he's twenty and out of the house, and then it's all a whirlwind at that point. You're like, wait, what happened? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like going and playing video games, dude. Like, my brother-in-law, his son, 
they're on Xbox, and I'm I'm like, I mean, I get it, but I'm like, I I don't, I'm not in it. So when I go and I experience it now, it's like this is so crazy. Like there's the mixer thing on Xbox Live where you go in, and it's like, I guess it's connected through Twitch. So you're just watching tons of people play video games, which is an odd thing that's super into right now. It's so much. I like, I really enjoy watching people play video games. Really? Yeah. It's hmm. so stupid. So I go. I can recall being a kid. Sega Channel came out. Like Sega Channel was, I don't know. I think I was probably like sixth grade, seventh grade when it came out. So you could like, it was the first like streaming service for video games. But they also had like a channel on Channel Three, and if you went to Channel Three, you could watch like Sonic Pinball or like somebody play video games. And I can recall being a kid and watching people play Sonic Pinball for like hours, and now going to like watching these dudes play Twitch. It's like. I totally get why people get into it because I'm sitting there watching them thinking, yeah. man, this is stupidly fun. Yeah, it's weird. And you get lost in it. And then you're just scrolling through games. So I'm on, like, the dashboard on Xbox. We're just scrolling through games watching, like, because you, you download all the games now. You don't buy them. Like, they're just, you download them and then you have them on your system, on your console, and they're, like, streamed in. It doesn't make any sense because, like, how many games could you possibly download? Like, they're big files. So how do you have those on your hard drive I'm just like damn it Rob like you're so far behind <laughs> we're old I'm so out of it like it's so nuts but at the same time like if I was a kid I would be enthralled in video games just I'd be lost in your room elbow deep in Cheetos VR headset on <laughs> naked <laughs> it's a couple of empty two liters of code red laying beside me like just empty hot pot boxes <laughs> that's all it would be dude um yeah, man. And it, so, bringing you in here, anything else? Did you talk about anything you wanted to talk about? Is there anything DP? Um, I'm uh, upset you didn't watch any of the Olympics, man. Yeah, I literally watched nothing. That's pretty un-American of you. Yeah, I, I'm kind of a total piece of garbage, but I think since we're well, talking yeah. about it, we should DP probably... DP, sports, 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 update, date, 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 date. And we should probably, you know, reiterate the fact. Sports, 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 update. Hit us. USA, man. USA curling. We won gold. In the most ridiculous Olympic sport ever. It's the cornhole of the Olympics. But <laughs> You mean like the butthole? Is that what you're saying? Almost. Okay. But damn it, do I want to play. It's looks so much fun. And now that USA won, we're probably going to get curling I like, hope. all over the place. I hope. Why Galactic Geist doesn't have them in it, I have no idea. It's basically large shuffleboard, right? Yeah, on ice. That you can booze. <laughs> it's straight out of Canada, so yeah. It was, uh, I can drink beers and eat nachos and do that. Yep, I'm in. What are we doing? Get yourself a little brush. Yeah, you're good to go. But I think I'm kind of over the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. They just go. They're like really long. Mm-hmm. It's exceptionally long. Yeah, and it's all kind of the same thing. It's always like it's a, some form of skiing, or it's some form of like on ice. Like, like that's it. I like the one where the dudes are shooting guns and then they'll like ski. And they cross country ski. It's like the most, like, how do you get into that? It's the <laughs> most exhausting thing you can do and you have to shoot guns while you're at it. And that's your life. Yeah, and like, that's like, and you train. Like, what are you training for, dude? Oh, well, I shoot this gun and then I cross yeah. country ski. Then I just do laps. Like, that's miserable. <laughs> miserable. <laughs> And I love, like, that was one of the ones I caught. And the fans are, like, miles away from the actual Well, event. yeah, yeah. Like, well, you can't even see anything. Like, what are you cheering on? Like, I Them can't... just slowly shuffling down the snow. Like, there's no way you're excited. 
But I look at like these, uh, like the American like luge guys. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get into that? Where in this country is there a luge track? It doesn't make any sense. Do you get into it when you're a kid? What parent is putting their son on a luge track? And how do you tell somebody like if they're good or not? Right. That's that's another thing. Are you losing? And you're like, no, I'm winning. Yeah. Like, are you? You're losing though, right? Oh yeah, I've been losing, but I'm still winning. Great pun. Yeah, I know. Great. Thanks. Um, but, but honestly, the luge does seem like fun. I would love to try it. Bob sledding, May- maybe like not at eighty miles an hour. Yeah, slow down a little bit. Like I forty. I would love to try a bobsled. Yeah. I don't want to die. Yeah, those but... are probably the ones I could watch the most of. But it just feels like, and it was a lot of figure skating this year. Mm. And I'm just like, yeah, I. I'm good. I'm afraid on... of falling. That's the one thing I would not be good at. In the well, I do like when they fall and then they have to finish, and they're with, with just a super defeated. Talk about CTE, dude! <laughs> Cracking your head off the ice and finishing. <laughs> well, it's like when they go down. It's like, well, you still got to skate around happily for the next twenty <laughs> seconds. So figure it out, chief. <laughs> You're dying inside. <laughs> yeah. For the rest it's of the like, oh, you just wasted four years. But uh, let me see those jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> the the waste of four years would really kill you. Yeah, wouldn't it? like oh man. I yeah, can't for one fall, the defeat that would be eternally in your soul. But I'm so in on international sports that I'll keep going. Like I'll keep watching them. When it comes to the Winter Olympics, like the bobsledding, and you, you raise an interesting point. Where do you train? Like who has the bobsledding course? Like hey, dude. I've, I have one set up in my backyard. Yeah. My, my uncle has one. Is it just guys that are really good at sled riding? <laughs> we had a large hill in our backyard for a long time. We decided to turn it into something. Yeah. It, it's super bizarre. Like, do you go to certain ski resorts and they're, like, specifically for bobsledding? Like, where do you, I mean, I assume hell? it's just the st- that's what we've been doing with the state of Minnesota for all these years. Yeah. Like. There's certain places where this is what we do. Yeah. It's like, go to Minneapolis, drive south. And there's the bobsled course. <laughs> right. I assume, like, what else are we doing with the rest of that state? Yeah. And Canada. I mean, come on. I mean, it's Well, obvious. yeah, but that's, that's not us. Yeah. But, I mean, it's obvious that they're, oh, that, they would have the advantage. Well, yeah. Russia probably has an advantage. Lots of snow. Cold. Lots of snow. And they're usually drunk, so right. they got no fear. No fear. And that, yeah, I feel like to initially get into a low-level bobsledding or luge, yeah. you've got to be hammered. Like, I feel like the first skeleton was a guy just fell down drunk. And went down the thing head first. And they were like, did you mean to do that? He was like, yeah, that's an event. <laughs> and just played it off. Olympic sport. Yeah. Throw it in. We'll throw yeah. it in the competition. And then here we go. He just rode that train the whole way to the Olympics. You got to wonder, like, when these things did start, like, it had to be a bunch of drunk people. You, you would think. I would hope so. Like, curling. Number one, the name makes no sense with the sport. Well, yes, like, it does. The rocks curl, Rob. Oh. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yeah. Let's see. That's you just the, enlightened me. The rock, the rocks curl on the ice. Oh, they're curling around. That's why they sweep and stuff. Hmm. Started in Scotland, bud. Really? Yeah. Scotland sport. Yep. I thought Canada for sure. Now Scotland, when all the uh, the ponds and stuff would freeze over and the marshes froze over, and they had a giant rock. Yeah. What was it? Like, oh. Yeah, it was some kind of stone. Yeah. When the a lot of booze. Well, they came up with golf, so they got a lot of free time in Scotland. Must be nice. That's that's the two sports they came up with. The hell's going on over there? They each take five hours. <laughs> right. Are you a golfer? I I golf. I'm not a golfer. Yeah, it's it's very time consuming. I was just talking about it's frustrating. Friends. Yeah, I hate yeah. not being good at stuff. 
And it's like you get then you gotta practice it. Yeah. And it's like pff, I gotta do this to get good. Yeah. I'm just gonna beat off. We're all good at that. Yeah. Well. Well maybe somebody's not. Nothing bad has ever happened. Well it's late occurrence situations. <laughs> some bad shit has happened with that. <laughs> we will damn, damn you, Louis C.K. Well, yeah. I, okay, so I that was one thing. Dave Chappelle made a great point. Did you watch his comedy specials? His, his no, two not yet. I heard the second one's real weird. Where he's at the it's comedy ex- room. It's so good. Is that where he is? Yeah, in the comedy store. Yeah. In the in the main room, yeah. yeah. In the belly room. Um, They're both really good. I like that one a lot. That's the one where he's... He's so good that you feel like he's just talking off cuff, mm-hmm. but it's most likely methodical. But he was saying about the whole Louis C.K. thing. Like, yeah, it's messed up, right? It's screwed up. Louis C.K., I personally am not surprised because, like you said, a lot of it in his comedy, it doesn't change my stance on his comedy because he's probably the greatest stand-up comedian. On, on my, on a personal, like, laugh-hard level, Louis C.K. is the guy. Like, he's made me laugh harder than anybody else. Okay. And... The situation, like that girl saying that her seeing him pull his penis out in front of her and masturbate ruined her inspiration for comedy. You probably, that's kind of what Dave Chappelle said. He's like, you probably weren't that into comedy. Yeah. That's, because yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. Scarring, maybe. Might scar you a little bit. No. No. Disgusting, most likely. Absolutely. Offensive, yeah. But hilarious, also. Like, to look at it, like, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, it's hard in context. Here's when it comes to here's the problem with comedy is that people there's no context in these like stories and you know everyone has I hate when it's like well, you can joke about anything except for and then a new thing comes up every year yeah you know every year it's well you can't make fun of transgenders it's like why why could we a year ago and now we can't? Right. Because a year ago we couldn't make fun of homosexuals, but now it's okay because you can't make fun of transgender. And, and it's this whole chipping away at it. It's this whole like every and something new comes up, and then when something new comes up, it kind of, everything else kind of goes to the wayside. And it's like, well, that's not important anymore. Right. It's like, and yes, you can. You can make fun of that stuff. Well, that's what if you write a good joke. There for you know what I mean. If it's a good joke, then you can do that. Now, if you you know try and it's a shitty joke, you're gonna get blasted. Right. And that's the risk you take. Like, there's guys where you're going to lose it at some point, but, I mean, it, it's all fair game. Mm-hmm. You just have to be, if you want to get into that game, that's when you have to tread very lightly and make sure you know what you're doing. But there's guys that can do it. Jesselneck, Daniel Tosh, yeah. Louis C.K. could even do it. Yeah. You well, know. like Daniel Tosh, that's a great example, man, because there's certain shows or people who have gotten away with things that nobody else ever get away with. Daniel Tosh, I feel like on Tosh.0, he said things that... Well, they could get away with it if they were good enough. Yeah. That's the thing. South Park, they cross a point, like, they can do anything. And people just are like, ah, it's South Park. Yeah. You know what I mean? Eminem, I feel like as a rapper, is like, say anything and nobody even bothers touching it. Like, there's... But you're right. If you're at... If you're not on that level and you're not talented enough and you do it, career over. And not even talented enough, even just... You know that's a whole different game, really. You can't. You have to know that world. But there's funny jokes about that stuff, about anything. Yeah. You know what they always say: comedy is tragedy plus time. You know, right. any tragedy if you give there's time and it's a good joke and it's written very well, it's funny. Yeah. Like now, if your brain's gonna block it out anyway, because you're you know it's the social worker that is gonna be offended at anything and write a blog about it, well. 
that's not for you. Yeah. Well, that's and that's a, that's the point. Like on a local level, like living in a small town and like seeing stand up comedy kind of blow up. People aren't ready for it, man. People, I mean, like, I would highly recommend no one tries that around here. Because you're just going to piss people off. Yeah, I've done it. I mean, I've done just, I mean, not stand-up, but... Trying know, out a joke. Just jokes, you know? And, like, they're like, bro. Yeah. I was like, okay, that get over, wasn't... Get over yourself. Is the uh, That's usually my... It's like, yeah. I was like, okay, maybe that wasn't funny, but also go fuck yourself. So... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I can't wait to get to that point in my life, because I'm not there yet, where I... Because, like, friends with my wife, like, we'll crack bad jokes, like, stuff that I would never say in public. And you know you're just joking, so it's fun. And it's like... And you can just laugh about it. And that's that's what the beauty of stand-up comedy is, is not taking anything seriously and everything's up for grabs. Like, nothing, everything's on the table. You can make fun of whatever you want, because you know you're joking around. Yeah. And of course, there's some truth said in jest, but like if you can't laugh at stuff, man, your life's gonna be miserable. So like when you can just rip into somebody or say something ridiculous, and you know you might know it's not true, and other people might know it's not true too, but it's hilarious. Yeah. But when you get in a public setting, dude, people are just touchy, especially I mean now, yeah, it's even it's worse than it's yeah, ever. Yeah, now's a rough time for them, and they're just looking for a reason to get upset. Yeah, everyone thinks their opinion matters. That's social media's fault, you know. Oh uh, uh, yeah. That's why you're out there giving protein bar reviews. Yeah, trying to change the world, and yeah, people need to lighten up a little bit. Maybe your maybe your protein bar reviews are a little harsh, but they're true. Just trying to trying to spread the good word, Rob. What's your favorite one? What are you protein out on right now? Man, what are you chewing on? I think the last one I had was a uh, power bar. Something still boring. around. Or power bar, yeah, still, still haven't seen strong. them since like the 1998 X Games. Still going, <laughs> right? Still going. They're still out there killing it. Yeah, that's your that's your pick. So that's you go old school. Probably been the best one, but were they not... were they given to you during your skating days? Like you still had a couple boxes. Left yeah, over. yeah. These ones might be from 1998. <laughs> it's the last time they ever released. Yeah, them. it's probably why they're not great anymore. I feel like protein bars are the kind of things that would last like, like know, Twinkies. Yeah, yeah, like it's like a can of you know, green beans in <laughs> like 20 years just soaked in salt. Yeah. I'm just going to start like beef jerky as my protein intake afterwards. That's your, that's your move. I fucking love it. You love some jerked love it. up. Get, love it. Get all jerked up. I've, you're a Slim Jim guy too. I've seen you chomp a Slim Jim down. Yeah, every it's, once in a while. It's got to be the right, like I, like my, my father, like it's like they kill deer and then they get beef sticks made out of oh, the deer. Yeah. That's some good stuff. Well, yeah. That's high quality stuff. Then you go buy a nine dollar bag of beef jerky. Nine, that's cheap. Half the bags the the preserve the yeah, preserver the, pack. Yeah. <laughs> like the gelatin pack you can't eat. Oh my god, man. All right, well D P, um anything else you want to give the people? Or have um, you given them enough? I mean I hope so. Appreciate appreciate them listening. I I appreciate them, you know, tuning in. We don't give them enough uh, credit. Zebras. What up? Hey, it's real. Uh, it's real life. We don't give them enough credit for putting up with us. I don't even through. know if anybody listens this far. Like, who knows? Yeah, they probably already turned it off. They might They might skip halfway through. Maybe they're four minutes in. They're like, I can't. An hour. This kid. This an hour of this? kid. <laughs> I'm done with them. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, understandable. Whatever. If you made it the whole way here, you are a saint. 
Especially like I love everything about especially you. Especially the, the your sponsors that listen. Mm-hmm. They're all like yeah, they super nice ladies. Like they're not listening. Oh, good. <laughs> Just me shredding their ads apart. <laughs> I do. I do have to give a shout out though because speaking of we were talking jujitsu, man. I've been taking jujitsu. Sports Evolution, uh, twenty nine hundred Plank Road in Altoona, actually inside of the Summit. My dude Alan Coble. So Alan, uh, purple belt in jujitsu, CrossFit levels one and two. Uh, so like he's the highest level CrossFit in the area. Wait, doesn't uh, even promote it. And he's level like, two is the highest. That's the highest in our area. Oh, that what does it go reached. up to? I don't know, three, five, probably five. I feel like it'd be five. Yeah, I guess that's about right. I don't know. Uh, certified personal trainer. <laughs> what, what a sell. Uh, physical uh, education, sports science, certified strength and conditioning specialist. I, I've been going there for almost a year now, man, and he's just he's awesome. And he doesn't even like he doesn't even tote it. Do you no, think like, you could choke me out? I'm, I'm pretty sure I could do something. Do you want to roll around? Maybe. I'm going to roll around after this. Let's get the floor. Let's get the floor. Let's clear this desk out. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm having fun with it, man. It's it's a lot of fun, and I'm really enjoying it. And actually, he's starting uh, here in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, father, son, or like, like mother, daughter, whatever. You can bring your kid. Oh, there you go. So I'm bringing Max in. We're going to start. I'm going to choke him out. Yeah. Rear naked. Throw him in an arm bar or something. Yeah, we'll get him. Oh, get something. See, the young kids, though. They have those the, the Ooh, tree short, limb, the, the, short arms. Yeah, but they can't break them. You know, they're yeah. real, they're limber. Get them something exotic. Get like a Peruvian necktie on them. Get something <laughs> real out of the box. Calf slicer. <laughs> oh man, the calf slicer, brutal. Yeah, get them, get them one of those. Throw them in a little heel hook. Take them down. They're they're limber. They're bendable. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean they're essentially rubber. You can't take them out. Vicious. So, anyways, uh, if you're looking for you know CrossFit, looking for jujitsu, uh, you know personal training, sports evolution. 2900 Plank Road in Altoona. Uh, check them out on Facebook and Instagram at LeadingAthletesSportsEvolution.net. Shout out to the Comics Vault. So, are you, are you a comic book fan at all? Did you No, nah, I was never in it. Never did so. Yeah, uh, I think it was past my time. The comic books have been around for a long time. Yeah, but like the popularity. It was a. It kind of like phased out when I was getting a little. The, the X Men Marvel 90s boom. Yeah. That was like. The, I think they're starting to come back around though. My nephew's like, I think is into him. He's. Eight, nine. Yeah, the movies have done it. Yeah. Like, the movies have changed the game. Because, like, yeah, like, Max, I mean, he's three. He loves Hulk. Yeah. He loves Incredible Hulk. Captain America, Iron Man, big fan of all of them. So, if you're a comic book fan, make sure you check out the comics fault. Oh, I dropped my sheet. Jesus. Professional. Running a business here, Rob. Facebook and Instagram at the Comics Vault Altoona. 1130 12th Avenue in Altoona. New comics every Wednesday. Thousands of back issues and free comic book day is May 5th. Yo, let's do a comic review on here. All right. Yes. Let's get some comic books let's. in here. Uh, free comic If you want free comics, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. So get a little hammered up and get some free comics, I guess, is the message. Well, that's what we're doing. Um, comics Vault. That dude's awesome. Uh, Neil runs the place. And uh, shout out to the Clay Cup. Save the best for last. Oh, Sarah. Sarah, thank you for the logo, and uh, thank you for the delicious coffee, tea, freshly baked items, bagels, Ooh, oatmeal, soups. Those, the baked goods in there. She's getting paninis soon. Really? Mm-hmm. I just saw you perk up a little bit. Love a good panini. Hey, something, on, something about pressing that bread just really... You're on a diet, though, bro. Yeah, well, She'll she's going to have healthy. Nah, so, I... Come on. What do you think she's doing? French dips down there? It's going to be... <laughs> Top the line stuff. <laughs> You're right, bro. Uh, Facebook and Instagram at the Clay Cup, 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona. Um, did I, that's it all of them? Yep. I think that's it. There we go. DP's back once again. How do they find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, dressed too ill, <laughs> and uh, trying to put some funny stuff on there. 
and uh, or Instagram, just Danny Prine. What about that snap though? If you're trying to see those, uh, uh yeah, it's reviews. Danny Prine, P R U Y N. Yeah, hop on. I'll uh, review some shit. Maybe you should start something called like Trying with Prine. Oh, trying new. Yeah, stuff. I'm gonna come up with a new Snapchat, dude. Trying with Prine. All right, zebras, we're out. Love yous. <laughs> That's brutal.